0: So, you guys, hold up. Let's, the wind is a
1: little bit high here.
0: So you guys are my first customers at Childerberg. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate it. I just I just sold you forty dollars in plants. I spent five hundred dollars getting here. If I can sell five hundred dollars in plants to you know, get my ass home, that's that's gonna absolutely. I'm, glad to help. That'll be that'll be awesome. But I guess uh, you guys said you're you're what second timers, third
1: timers at Childerberg. timers Okay. Yeah. And you camped in someone else's bus last year. Yeah. But this year. And, yeah, from that moment, we decided we were getting our own bus. We've got, uh, my wife was pregnant with twins. Oh, we, wow. Uh, we where's the other one there. hiding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the uh, we got, like I said, we got two nine-month-olds sleeping on the bus right now. Whoa, I see. Oh, uh, wow. So we've had uh, a busy year, but we decided we like camping going outdoors, doing a lot of things. So we, we uh, decided the bus was going to be the best solution for bigger family, you know, a lot easier, more comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, rolling bedroom. So yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh, found us a bus on Craigslist and been working on it. Uh, if you don't uh, mind me asking what, how much you got sunk into the project total. So the bus was, uh, already converted. Um, it had, uh, electric, um, a refrigerator, plumbing, grand blackwater tanks, Yeah, yeah uh, that's... a little RV shower and toilet system or whatever. But we got it for like 10 grand, uh, yeah, not too bad. and you know we've had we bought a handful of two x fours and stuff for framing, but so you've just we've got tacked on to what was already yeah, there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, I think we're gonna gut it and remodel, but uh, sure. At but least it, it functions right now yeah. and it's comfortable. So yeah, yeah. Know, we were happy as and shit yesterday, <laughs> last, last night sleeping on our king-size bed. Oh, man, you
0: can fit a king? Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. See,
1: I built a little, like, teardrop,
0: and it just barely fits a twin, but yeah. <laughs> this is the first trip I've taken with it, and I pumped that air mattress up, and I laid down. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no sticks or rocks in my back, none of that oh, yeah. BS. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, I, I mean, I think that's a cool way to do it, buying someone else's project sometimes. I, I had a friend who built a bus and he was trying to sell it to me for about 9,500 and I just didn't have the money at the time. But it's yeah. kind of like, he probably had 12 into it and he just needed to liquidate. Yeah. yeah. And um, so if you keep your eyes out, you can find cool projects yeah. that other people got 90% of the way there yeah. and just kind of put the finishing touches on. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's really cool. And
1: we just moved into a new house too. So we've been doing like renovations there. So we've just kind of bought excess so that we can do renovations on the bus too. So we're just kind of- Using the scraps from yeah. the house on oh, the yeah. bus. That's yeah. super cool, yeah. super cool. Yeah like I said we've had a busy year so sounds uh, like it yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah we're stoked to be here this is great ditto is first it... time th-
0: this year for me I almost didn't come because of these plants yeah. you know as a permaculturist I'm always trying to turn the problem into the solution the problem was who's going to water my plants while I'm gone yeah, yeah. there you go yeah. That, the bring solution him. was bring them with, you yeah. know, and, you know, sell them to good folks like you. So yeah. I yeah, do appreciate it. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate yeah. you We're,
1: uh, this, Like I said, we, uh, we came last year, but we didn't stay on the campgrounds. No. But uh, it's because uh, we couldn't get a RV spot. Uh, but it's nice. They rented out the whole thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's cool being here, seeing everybody's got all their, you know, shit for barter and trade. And, yeah. Uh,
0: you know, it's funny. Some guy was really admiring my rig yesterday the truck, the camper, the motorcycle, all of it. I said 20 grand.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's like,
3: Did he consider it? I was going to say I think he's
0: I think he's still considering it. I'm like, buddy, I can fly my ass home if you yeah. put 20 grand in my hand, yeah. you know, or in my Bitcoin wallet like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. I'm not I don't have a Bitcoin wallet yet. So that would be a if I could start a wallet and instantly put 20k yeah. in oh, it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. And just leave it there hopefully for the next year and yeah. it, you know, yeah. see what happens, Now's but
1: a good time to get in on it. Yeah
0: isn't that funny yeah. that i'm you know i've always been a fan of tangible assets trucks same, tools same you know yeah, yeah but the fact that i'm willing to turn over something i i told the guy like i've been curating these things together for yeah. the last couple of years this is a package deal you're not buying just the camper and the motorcycle yeah. you got to buy the truck too and uh if you want it and uh, because you know i told him it's the same with my gardening business i call it alchemy yeah. you're taking different elements yeah. Mixing them all together and what you end up with is gold, right? Yeah, right. There you go. yeah. So if I could convert these basically, you know, three hard assets, the camper, bike, and truck, into digital yeah. gold. Yeah. I mean, I think that'd be so freaking cool. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to fly home, I, I guess I gotta figure something out for the dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'll let y'all go, but I really yeah, do man. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate if you want to listen, I, you know, I told you already, but the easy peasy podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. That
1: for sure. Cool, man. All right. Thanks Talk again. to y'all soon. Yeah, good to meet I you. Yeah.
0: You. Okay. Right. So you said you're Joe Joe Libertarian one on Twitter. Joe Libertarian one on Twitter. Yep. So are you uh like how long have you been coming to Childerburg?
4: This is my first time.
0: Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, cool. What do you think?
4: I love it. Fucking A. Freaking awesome, yeah. It's awesome, it's awesome. Incredible group of people, awesome setup, just great community all the way around.
0: I just went down and swam for a while, felt so fucking good. I'm in this afternoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, uh, how'd you hear about Childerberg?
4: Uh, Through Rollo, from the Rollo and Slappy show, Bitcoiners, so.
0: See, that's what I'm saying, like, that's what I, okay, I I busted out their quarter because we started talking about how this is like a convergence. Yeah. So, you've got a lot of folks here that are more from the Bitcoin what, what I would call maybe the crypto-punk space. Yep, yep, And then you've got a lot of, like, the small ag permaculture people, yep, too. Yep. and And a whole lot of other kind of influences involved. Um, I wish I could, like, have a list of all the different sort of routes that people found to get here. Yeah. But this is not a one size fits all kind of community this is many communities converging in one place that's it
5: talking about davos again well no not yet (laughs) not yet
0: not yet but i've been saying for the last since last night and i i had a feeling on the way down here like i almost didn't come because money because distance um but my heart told me i had to nice and because i had a feeling like this is a sort of a spiritual battle that's going on Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and you've got davos going on as we speak And if there is a better direct competitor to what's happening in Davos than us, I would be amazed. Exactly. I think th- there's probably, a, there. well, somebody said there's, um, is Pork Fest going on right now? Yeah. Or like, there's like three or four other events sure. maybe in the similar vein, right. but it's kind of like, I, I believe, whether we realized it or not in advance, we are a part of like a spiritual battle. Yeah. This is warfare. Yeah, and sure. we don't have to face the enemy on the ground but by gathering and discussing and having these conversations, you know, they're having their own kind of conversations yeah. about how they want to run right. the world. Right. We're having the opposite conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We're having the counter conversation. Exactly. And I think it's significant. Yeah. I mean, we're armed with the truth and they're armed with lies. So who's going to win? Bingo. Right Bingo. There. All day long. Yes. All day long.
6: Truth wins every we time. we lose the battle, but we'll win the war. Exactly.
0: I sure hope this audio comes out good because that's some good shit. That's some good shit, for sure. So, oh, once again, John, yeah, Joe, that's why yeah, it's Joe Libertarian. Oh, is, Joe Libertarian. I'm just trying to
7: figure out what the fuck you're doing with your tits. I'm just t-shirt. like, look at my tits.
0: No. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to hide the mic so it doesn't get all that all wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wind, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Enjoy appreciate it, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah. Is that a sock out of my bag for the pop filter? <laughs> you have one? Yeah. I got extra socks. Seriously? Yeah, I need a bag, but like, if you're just recording, I'll back, yeah. And I expect go, you like, to play yeah. along. <laughs> I don't get even a fake laugh. <laughs> I, just, I can, just, I can do, do the shirt trick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that oh, I actually met all three of you. I met Aaron in Massachusetts. Like
7: oh, you did? Yeah. I still have the Coyote
1: Brown socks right there. Yeah, yeah, I met him at Portfast. If you're brave enough. I gave him the brown right
3: there by the book. Maybe.
1: Right.
0: On socks. In, oh, oh oh just a regular sock. Just a sock is a puppy. I, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's cool, that's cool. I appreciate it. I thought you had an actual like puffy thing. bob But that's not a bad idea. I've got extra socks <laughs> on so so <laughs> I meant so here. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. report, like, where I live. Like, like, so I'm blocking
6: the wind. Okay. Timeline Earth, what, what do y'all talk about? Oh, man. Um, well, the la- latest thing we talked about is about how Joe Biden, our president of the United States, President Joe Biden. So they claim. So they claim, right? Um, is uh, not actually the president of the United States. He's actually the fourth body double to a guy originally <laughs> called Joe Biden. Uh, this is a thing that we broke two, two and a half years ago. Um, it's, it's, it's It's been in the works for a long time. And we're really oh, taking off with it. Um, it our contentions loader, are Joe Biden is not real today. Oh, yeah, next, maybe was the, never we'll that, real yeah. in the past. Well, nice <laughs> like what do I you like. think about that? I'm I'm I try to be open I'm but speaking. skeptical. Sure. So I'm I
0: will to listen you. to this I'm idea. S- I'm sensing yeah. your skepticism. And I will. Okay, well, we and time. but how yeah. else can I be? Right. It's a it's a bold claim. Yeah. It's a bold claim. I won't just believe it because you said it. Right. Why should I? But I also won't tell you you're crazy. Okay. Because I'm learning more and more that so, that a lot of things are bullshit. They are, they are. And
6: then they are. A lot of things are bullshit. A lot of things are bullshit. Yeah.
2: Like, oh, yeah. Appreciate oh, you. We have our own police. Don't, don't What'd you buy? Which
3: one would you get?
6: The Nintendo Bitcoin show. That's
0: a good one, man. I like that one. I yeah, saw that. I
6: love the color of it and all that. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I tell you what, man. I would love at some point to like do a full-blown interview with you. Let's do it. Maybe we, you know after <laughs> Chilterberg, whatever. Get the
6: man on too. My yes.
0: Co-host. So, so you guys host it together. Me. What do you all go by?
6: Carl Campit artist is me. That's okay. Carl Campit and Aaron. Uh-huh. Our, our third co-host who we wish wasn't our co-host maybe we wish he went somewhere else but unfortunately he's here with us on union on union contract he's not here uh we don't invite him to this event um but he does have access to the recording so. i assume you actually like the guy this is all yeah i just... love <laughs> him not on air
0: <laughs> so he takes the heat he's the fall guy uh, he's our heel. You know? yeah. <laughs> I need one heel. of those. I need. I do my Everybody show needs a heel. I do my show by myself. Uh, I need to find like uh, a guy I can just make fun of when I want. You know? yeah, Somebody absolutely. to beat up on a little bit.
6: Yeah, Or and you know what he does? He beats up on our audience. He says they're uh, terrible. He doesn't like them. So that we come in afterwards and we're like, no, we love you guys. You're the best. Don't let this guy get you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great dynamic that we have. Well,
0: I'm looking forward to listening to an episode or two. Uh, I'll probably listen to you all on my drive home, you know?
6: We got a, a whole lot of episodes for you to listen. Cool, to. Cool, cool.
0: How many? How many have you put out?
6: Jesus, now we're at like 300. Really? Between the old show, and then we switch brand, rebranded, new show. So I believe, I believe
0: this will be episode 71 for me.
6: Wow. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm a ways behind you. You know but the statistic about podcasts?
0: Seven yeah. is the average. Seven is the average. Yep, yep.
6: yep. You are well beyond I'm ten that. ten
0: times that. Ten times. I can't that. stop. I won't stop. You should <laughs> and, and you shouldn't stop. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. It's yeah. good to meet you. I'm looking forward to being on the show. Yes, sir. Yeah, Easy peasy. Full interview. Easy peasy, buddy. Easy peasy. That's right. I will have to come up close, but... So, one of the vendors here, what's... You said... What's your Thomas name? Thomas Friedman. Thomas. Is that a chosen last name, Friedman? Yes. I, I respect it. So, what are, you, uh, what are you slinging?
3: I have a couple of products here called the Pirate Box and the Pirate Stick. Okay. The Pirate Stick is an evolution of the Pirate Box. The Pirate Boxes software, this right here? Those, are, those are two forms of a Raspberry Pi single board computer. Oof. And there's diff- The software that, that runs on them is called the Pirate Box software. Those are Raspberry Pi computers. They are difficult to obtain those now, which is why I developed a Pirate Stick. Because a Pirate Stick can run on almost any computer. There's a few exceptions, but in general, it's pretty much any computer. And the purpose of this is to provide a decentralized platform for file sharing. It's using the, a system called the Interplanetary File System. Okay. And, uh, which is this means,
0: almost akin to, like, torrents?
3: It's very similar to torrents. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because that is how I actually ask people what their knowledge is. Yep. Ask they, are they I, familiar with Napster? Or are they familiar with BitTorrent? Right. And so you, you nailed it. That's, it's very similar to that. Okay. Yep.
0: So this device allows you to file share, what, without a, a VPN or without a.
3: You do need internet, although this do have Wi-Fi and Bluetooth built into them. And eventually, as I evolve the technology, which is going to, this is basically a communications platform. I built it around IPFS because that's where I started. But I have other technologies like Briar is a uh, is a. Uh, uh, a mesh network, and I have other mesh network protocol applications on
1: there. So explain
0: to me, is this just more private than, say, Dropbox, uh, oh, yeah, cloud? Part like, part it's part it's part. highly secure. Highly is, secure. I yeah. see. Exactly. So you buy this device so that you can, what, upload files to upload, then
3: You can upload files to share, for example. To you know,
0: share over the internet, if, but
3: As a podcaster, for example, uh-huh. um, I don't know what the nature of your content is, but let's say that you were concerned about it's censorship. Stuff like this. Okay, yes, very yeah. good. So anybody that's Using YouTube or the other centralized platforms, you buy a pirate box and you put your, you upload your content to. First of all, to your local pirate box, and then you share it with your your your, your community, and they get their own pirate boxes and they get their own IPFS nodes, and they they listen to your podcast through the IPFS, and that disseminates it throughout the IPFS world.
0: So you could theoretically have a members-only podcast distributed securely and privately. Yes. Interesting, very interesting. I, you know, computer stuff is so far over. My, I'm a plant guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm trying yeah, to learn. The of the, of the spectrum for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to learn because I think um, I think I need to know some of this kind of stuff. If
3: you want to continue to podcasting? You sure. Do.
0: Podcasting and just doing um, doing business without getting um, without being bent over and 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 fucked in the rear, basically. So are you right.
3: Cryptocurrencies? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm a novice, but I, I've invested a little bit, you know. That's
3: another tenant, another, another facet of things that you need to learn to decentralize your operation.
0: So what do you think about the idea, and I might get your answer to this question next, but um, what do you think about the idea that what we're experiencing here at Childeberg? to me, the only word that comes to mind is convergence, convergence. in that there are people from various different sort of uh, disciplines, backgrounds. We all found our way to anarchism, but through kind of different means, right? right? And, um, you know, like all the crypto punks are speaking a language that I can barely follow. You know, there's all these inside jokes and words and, you know, and and even just like the meme culture. Like if you're not into the um, online stuff as much, it can almost be overwhelming. But I just find it interesting in that I'm not the only like redneck type you know, farmer type, like, uh, you, whatever. There's like this, like I said, convergence of different types of people coalescing farmers. around a, a shared value, we right? We
3: all have to learn new disciplines and new, new skills. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for you, this, the challenge is more the technological challenge. Of course, for the, te- the te- technical guys, the challenge is to learn more the natural stuff. Sure. I mean, we all have to eat, so they all have to learn how to feed themselves somehow. Seems like a... A synergistic thing. A
0: synergistic thing. I was going to say a mutualistic right. relationship. Yes. Uh, just this morning, I, I Googled, because I studied I studied um, ecology. And I knew that there was something about three different kinds, or I, I wasn't sure how many kinds, but different types of symbiosis. Now, symbiosis, we come to believe as always being a good thing. That's not, the, not necessarily true. So the three, I had to look it up because it's been a a number of years since I studied this stuff. But I looked it up and the three kinds of symbiosis, there's predation, predator, prey. There's parasitism, parasite host. And the third one is mutualism. And I almost think that whether we realize it or not, this, this is ecology at play in human, thought and human philosophy in human society where we have a whole lot of structures that you could either define as as predatory or parasitic Mm -hmm. and very few that are truly mutualistic
3: because we haven't been we've not we've been indoctrinated against the mutual thing they want to control us and they can only do that by exploiting one party over another so that's why you need we need this mutualism. People are learning that now. I mean, that's what this whole agorist thing is about, mm-hmm. is is how to learn to cooperate with one another. And cooperation is another thing that we don't really learn that well. Now, you have the sports and things like that, that you give a measure of, of uh, cooperation, but the focus is on winning and on, on competition and, and becoming the top dominant dog, not instead the focus of, on cooperation. Instead
0: of, you help me, I help you. Exactly. Yes. That's downplay. Yes. Well, tell me again, uh, I mean, first name or whatever. Thomas Friedman. Thomas Friedman. It's very good to meet you. And your name again? Mike, Michael, Michael. Whistler. Michael. I go by Mike the Polymath, Easy Peasy Podcast. Right. This wind is a son of a bitch, but nice I think, I, I've been checking the levels, I think it's good. Okay, good. But okay. if you want to listen, yeah, Easy Peasy is one word, think peas, Easy Peasy, P-E-A-S-Y. And you'll see the logo, it's a little pod. Yep, right. yep, Spotify, wherever, it's well, all over well, the nice place. To meet you, Mike. you too, it's you too. Luck to your Appreciate it. Alright, sir, back to you now. Do you upload to uh or Odyssey? I don't um, I don't do any video content yet, but I do know about library, I know about Odyssey. You can do audio there too. Is okay. that right? I should. Is that right? I yeah. should I should do that then. It's
2: a nice distributed platform.
0: I've, I've watched know. content on it and I like its
2: uh, if you watch on Odyssey. Odyssey can be turned off. But if you watch on the LBRY app, that can't be turned off. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a good secure way for your people to be
0: able to it. it won't be it won't be removed. Right. Not that it's necessarily private or more secure, but it's well it's more secure in that it won't be censored.
2: Well, you don't support the narrative, do you? No. Well, okay, that's all it takes. Yeah. It yeah. Be, you will be silenced. Doc, what are you crying about,
0: bub? That's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> so tell us what you're selling, buddy. Okay. First of all, who are you? First name, whatever. Okay,
2: I'm uh, Mike. I've yep. got a company, uh, PPM, like parts per million, PPM Silver Personal Care.
0: Personal Care. Yeah. So we talked about this momentarily before I went to get the recorder. Yes, right. You're very careful with your words because you have to be, right? Right. Um, so you are not selling anything with any medical claims. No. You're selling cosmetics.
2: That's right. And what people do with their products after they buy them, I, there's nothing I can do about that. So this is colloidal silver, right? which
0: again, that. we will not make any claims about, but I, let's say I've heard that there are many, many benefits. Um, to immunity, or th- I mean, whatever. I, I guess we can't claim these
2: things uh, legally. Some people like it as a mineral supplement. but I don't sell it as a mineral supplement. It has a lot of cosmetic and household uses. It like, does, like a hair tonic.
0: Well, I guess I will say because I don't work for you, I'm not yeah. a part of your company. I will say that oh, yeah. isn't. I believe silver is inherently antiseptic, right? It's it's a well, pure a purifier of the.
2: Yeah, it kills all bacteria, viruses.
0: So is your, are your, oh shoot, I just spilled on your paper there, I'm sorry. Wind is a son of a bitch. Um, so are your, are your products like creams, salves, what are we talking, tinctures?
2: I've got a unique colloidal silver product that I manufacture myself. I spent four years developing the process. It has the highest content of the smallest silver nanoparticles you can get.
0: So smallest particles, but most uh, concentrated. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay.
2: So that's good because the small particles will flush out of your system, and there's a lot of them. So that's kind of what it boils down to. I also have a natural cream uh, that has 500 parts per million of silver nanoparticles in it that I make myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really makes your skin look good. And. Uh, now you have to be careful because uh, like if you have a fungus on your nail, if you put it on your on a, like a toenail that's got fungus, it may kill the fungus, but eventually a good looking toenail will, will grow in. Uh, foot soak is a uh, cosmetic use of my product. And I think you'd be really pleased with the results. So that's
0: not the cream, that's the That's the bottle. Right the there. bottle? That's close. So, so um, you uh, dilute it a bit with, with water and you soak just your feet?
2: Add it to your foot soak. Okay. You
0: just yeah. put some in there. Gotcha. And yeah. Oh, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll to do that. I might I might try that, yeah. yeah. Um interesting. And it'll get, I've heard
2: it'll get everywhere better than the cream.
0: Yes, I could see I could see what you mean there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Soak in a little bit. Because yeah. I think this is multiple layers of skin deep my issue. Yeah. Whatever the issue is, it's 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 in there. Every time, day I have to dry my feet out just so they stop hurting, you know.
2: So you can soak your feet, in the silver, and then immediately stand barefoot on some grass or something mm. just relax. And sure. You know. It's all good. It's a, I'm thinking
0: I'm thinking I'm gonna give that a shot. I've been I've been looking for a better a, a better boot. Yeah. But I also need an after work foot care routine. I I've, I've started I've just for the last 5 6 years I've just beat my feet up. You know? Yeah. And that's no good. You need your feet.
2: Uh, I've been on this journey for 64 years and my feet have definitely taken it on the chin. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, as I've gotten older. So you you uh, do, do the foot to, soak? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, something I recommend for people. Another really good thing is a mouthwash.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've heard of people uh, using it that way.
2: That's a cosmetic use. Okay. You're not ingesting it. And, just a and rinse and spit, yeah? yeah. And the best time is like right after you brush your teeth and then you uh, just put it in your mouth about a teaspoon or so. Just swish it all around really good. Dug it between your teeth and in your gums and everywhere. And I don't know, ever since I started doing that, Quite a few years ago i've not needed to see a dentist for anything no kid no kid it's been amazing now i'm sure it's a coincidence of course of course it's coincidence you're
0: not making any claims no. <laughs> well so i started podcasting and i met i met jared here who hosts uh the revolution solution podcast right. he heard me on living free in tennessee He reached out we did a couple episodes uh, got to know each other a little bit and he said you got to come to childerberg and i almost didn't come because of money and distance and yeah i mean i'm driving a gas hog a thousand miles each way uh but I just couldn't talk myself out of it no matter how hard I tried. <laughs> it's like I had something inside me saying, "Fucking go. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. Like yeah. just get there.
3: Don't be in that scarcity mindset." Man. Exactly.
0: Right. The money comes and goes, and I, you know, not to be easy come easy go, but money is not as important as um, what I believe is going on here, like I said, is a convergence. Mm-hmm. I think it's of spiritual significance. I think we are in direct competition with the assholes in Davos Absolutely, right now. Yeah. I think this is the the most to their yang <laughs> and when if we're it. not going to do it who the fuck will mm-hmm. so exactly right. yeah.
2: well it's and we gotta be bold about it people go oh yeah i support it in a, almost a whisper you know
0: uh-huh Hell, no yeah you gotta be loud and proud about it you
2: need to That's put right. the message on the, back, on the back of a, their the truck on our side, you know, you and, know? And if you back away from truth you're just not
3: gonna be i you, you mean you're, you're you're putting your your light under a bushel so to speak if you yep. back away from yeah, truth yeah.
0: It's been a theme of almost every conversation I've had here. here uh, is like, people here are honest, people here are in touch with truth. And we were trying to break down exactly why most people seem so willing and able to lie to themselves.
3: You know the human race is such a pathological lie. I mean, almost even myself, and I'm sure everybody here. I can say, have you ever lied in your in your in, in, in your in the course of your life? Of course. Everyone would say yes. Or yeah. All right. Have do you anticipate maybe going to lie in the future? You know, and, and it's easy to say if you look at what the definition of pathological is. It's it's a pattern. Yeah. And so if you can establish you did it in the past, you did it. You're doing it now in some fashion, and you're going to do it in the future. That's pathological. We're all pathological liars.
0: So I tried to make the claim, and I, this is just an argument. I don't know if it's 100% correct or not, but I was trying to make the argument that I think there's maybe two kinds of lies. There's the conscious lie that we tell to somebody. You know, like, I always think, because I was, it's a, an impressionable, I was at, like, five years old, four years old, my mom said, I have this memory, my mom said, did you brush your teeth? <laughs> and I think this might have been the first lie I ever told. <laughs> yep. No, I, I did not brush my teeth. <laughs> but I said, yes. I chose to lie. That was I, I have that memory. Mm-hmm. But I think the second type of lie, which is far more dangerous and far more pervasive, is when we first lie to ourselves okay. yes. so that we do not have to lie to others. Mm-hmm. If we've convinced ourselves of the lie, then when we tell it to someone else, we're telling our truth. Yes. And it's easier that way. You don't put off the... Physiological symptoms of being a liar, mm-hmm. so it's that's how you become. That's how you train yourself to become a sociopath. The better you get at lying to yourself, the better you are at lying to others. That's right. I think anybody who tells a lie and knows it's a lie, it's unavoidable. We all do that, but <laughs> it's a hell of a lot better than the person who lies to themselves and buys it, yeah, buy, so buys their own bullshit. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna get a fresh beer and mosey around. But it was really good meeting you both. Yeah. I wish you I wish you luck selling your products. Yeah. Thank you. And and so you
7: can tell their sort of like their temperament and like what kind of chicken they are because like so two of them would come up to me right even as babies. The rest were scared of me, but they'd like run up on you right and they they do one of these. <laughs> and they look at you because their their eyes go out the they, side. They they look head. out of the side yeah. of their face. So yeah. so he'd yeah. walk up and be like,
1: like you have something Yeah, it's so where's, funny. Where's where's my grain? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and
7: so like you can kind of tell like their personality and which chickens like are little are scary cats and which aren't. Which ones want to you know interact yeah, with people and stuff like But yeah, no, it's fun having chickens.
8: His mom's got chickens and the little kids because he's got younger brother and sister, younger yeah. brothers and sisters. Um, and the chickens, well, they'll just carry them and bring them oh, in your yeah. house. And oh yeah, like they sit
3: there and watch TV. They're them. basically oh, yeah. d- they're domesticated. They're, yeah. they're yeah. very,
7: they're very, they're, they're they're dumb, but they're really chill. Yeah, you know if you, especially if you
0: get them crazy. used to being picked up and all yeah, that. Yeah, if right. you
7: if you got to spend but time with them and talk to them, and like wanna, anything else.
0: I yeah. want to I want to say or interject. This yeah. all got started because you asked me if I was a homesteader, right. which yeah. I which I found to be, I said no. But but so I. I lived off-grid for two years working on a farm. So I did homestead. It wasn't my homestead. Um, But then I, now I live what I call under the radar. Okay. So I live in a workshop in the city that's not zoned residential. I pay $4.95 a month, and it serves my business and, and my needs. I sleep in there, and what I do is I manage, I have about 22 clients, 24, something like, I haven't counted uh, but I think about two dozen clients uh, that I maintain their vegetable gardens. Okay. And so it's almost like uh, suburban homesteading that I'm doing on other people's land, if that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, no. Oh. I Sorry,
2: someone, I'm trying to block I the wind. Me. I was Thank like, oh, you. My bad. Well, and that's kind of what your idea was, if we get property to, because we're arborists, so well, you were thinking,
4: get property and we'll run a tree company out of the property, and then also we can do homesteading on the property. You else. could
0: also so start that. a little nursery, yeah. Yeah. a little Something perennial like nursery. Yeah. You could propagate trees and shrubs. Um, awesome. there, is, there is almost no business with a more consistent ROI than the nursery business. Really. Really.
7: No shit, okay. You're basically
0: printing money. You start with a little baby plant, you wait a year and it's worth ten times. Trees are
6: expensive. Yes. Like because we plant. You grow a tree for two
0: years, three years. That's a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar tree all of a sudden. Yeah. Where you started with a five dollar investment and you watered it. Right, yeah. Yeah. or less than a five dollar investment. It's it's a matter of land and space. I never space. thought of it like that, but yeah. But the I mean, in in nursery
7: numbers in, numbers out. nursery trade is
0: highly highly lucrative. Um, that's,
7: that's an idea.
0: Yes. So I, when you asked if I was a homesteader, I wanted to say yes. Yeah. But in a technical sense, right now I'm not homesteading. I'm doing what I call living under the radar, in that my living arrangement is exceptionally cheap and exceptionally practical for my business, which is city and suburb based. But I'm using that business as a vessel to get capital, to buy land, to do a nursery, and an orchard, and a homestead. So orchards, again, a very highly, highly um, lucrative business. If you can get the capital to invest, uh, planting fruit trees, and waiting 10 years, you're, you're, you're turning cents into dollars, you know? Yeah, big time, big time.
7: Uh, my dad, he planted a couple of trees a few years ago, so we're a ways off from fruit. But it's like, dude, one of these days, I'm just gonna be able to walk out and get an orange. Yeah, How, that's awesome. What do you yeah. mean? Like, that's it's incredible, dude. Or like, or like the the chickens, right? You know what I mean? Like you can just go out and get some eggs. So
0: that's awesome. y'all are trying to become up. trying to become homesteaders. That's the dream. Yeah. What's what stage in the dream are we at?
4: working towards land. Yep. For
0: someone that's not so.
7: political, homesteading is pretty intense. That's funny.
0: It's not, it's not political like at all. it's not
4: political at all. It's I the opposite of political. All I want is to not be bothered, right. to live on my land, right. and grow my own food, right. and raise my own
7: food Yeah, the the, we kind of, the kind of effort it takes to like provide for yourself in that way I think takes a lot of commitment and it, it, I don't know I think the same applies to politics like making a difference you know what I mean it's well, just cool you guys want to put that forth, you know for your, what I call
0: yeah. it you know it's like homesteading is just one word I call it like authentic human living right. you can take it to any level yeah. you yes, want absolutely. it doesn't have to be you don't have to grow all your food right, you can yeah. grow 20% and still call yourself a homesteader absolutely, yeah. uh, you always try to do a little more every year or whatever but like
7: well like, Even right now I have five pots with three tomato plants, three pepper plants, and a cucumber plant. Do you guys I'm very your own, happy with it? Do you guys do you this make your great. own potting soil at all? No. So, so I do. yeah, so so I started a compost heap, right? Well, it's really a five gallon bucket, but I, I live uh, we do a lot of grilling and like, you know, open cookouts at the house. So like all the junk, I just tell them throw it in the bucket, right? So I've got this bucket of nice, just gross compost i can't wait to just throw some dirt in there and make some miracle grow out of it you know what i mean just yep. auger it up and, and use a what is it called a peat moss yeah pretty much yeah just you know that really so healthy dark i
0: go to the i go to the compost yard i buy a trailer full of compost okay. and then i take my little hand tiller if you want to start a, a com- if you want to start a homestead best thing you can do make sure you got a trailer and a truck and and or at the very least you can get a delivery but start with about 20 yards of fucking compost Spread it in rows. Yes. You know, take some of it, mix it into potting soil yes. for your starts. So your main investment Mer- should should be in, in in seeds and in compost. Miracle
7: grows full of carcinogens and cancers. Right. You know what I mean? I don't like miracle. I just don't want to use miracle. I want to just have nice soil.
0: Compost is easy to come by these days. Yeah, People recognize okay. there's yeah. a lot of money in it, yeah. so the the market is filling that need.
7: That's interesting. I didn't most know that. most
0: major I mean, cities have a large scale compost uh, operation and uh, you can get it pretty cheap. If you buy some land, that would be my first purchase. Because you put that compost down in I do rows. So do
7: Thank you. I and appreciate and it. Thank you. Thank you. My name is What's that? Michael. We so so do tree work, so we could probably Flynn? do trade. There That's you go. Again.
0: There you go. And eventually start uh, your own little compost operation. Take your trimmings, take your you know,
7: mm-hmm. your, your shreddings,
0: your you know, chips. All yeah. Just pile it up, flip it, turn it. Yeah. Man, yeah. y'all know. Y'all yeah. get it. You know what you need yeah. to do. I wish y'all the best. I think, I think we're coming to an end of this segment here, and I, I may edit this one a little bit here and there or whatever. But I'm excited that y'all. First of all, partly I'm jealous because I'm trying to find my homestead, honey.
3: You know, like I'm happy. I'm happy for y'all. Like
0: congrats. Like you, you found each other. That's 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 step number it one. It's hard to I
7: think. find a girl that appreciates good potting. Chair. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I do Yeah it, It's hard sure, to I'm find it's, it's hard to find A nice lady That appreciates well, Nice so, yeah, well, that's Well a, said that's Yeah
0: a, that's a, that's a <laughs> nice No but y'all You're on the right track I'd say that You know We'll
7: keep you updated Next year
0: Yeah well okay So follow the podcast And if you would Like reach out to me If you guys want to come on And like do okay. an episode We could talk yeah. about so yeah, we just whatever. got our
6: land. Yeah, like starting with yeah, yeah. compost. We could do
0: we could do like a consultation over the air. You that, know yeah, that would be awesome. That'd, that'd be, be a really good, cool. Cool.
3: That'd, be be a very, good that'd
0: be very practical, very useful. Right. So. For sure. Yeah, man. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Easy
3: peasy. Don't forget it.
0: <laughs> I like. I'm reluctant to even take anybody's phone numbers because I'm convinced I won't remember who anybody is. Yeah, I feel to, like so many people. So like, I'm just putting that out there. Like, whatever. Reach out to me if you want.
2: What you respond on the podcast? Yeah. Or if we message, what we message on the podcast? Now? You
0: can email me through oh, yeah. through my website, easypeasygardens.com.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah.
7: Edit out my rambling. It's okay. Yeah. No way. Hey, you
0: got your pizza rolls. Where are my pizza rolls? I don't
7: know, man. He's still in for his. I think they're just
0: backed up. Yeah, yeah, rolls. yeah. I'm hungry. I'm going right. to go
4: get another drink.
0: Hey, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for thanks for chat.
4: Absolutely. i Thank hope going to we'll come talk to you again. All right.
0: Right on. Right. right
9: on. Because I am the science and he shoots lightning out of his fingers. <laughs> what to his head. But yeah, I'm not going to get... The fucking vaccine, even if it helps out. Because it's not dangerous for me, you know why? Because I'm young and healthy. Right? You can tell. You guys can tell what's going on here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Was that a lady? No. Fuck! <laughs> I knew the odds were not in my favor, but I figured I'd check. <laughs> but no, it's not dangerous for me. Right now the median age of death from coronavirus is higher than the median age of death. <laughs> That's right, COVID-19 is tearing through nursing homes faster than STDs are tearing through nursing homes. Yeah, you forgot that was a thing, didn't you? You drop grandma off at the old folks' home, she's just clocking into one giant, continuous, slow-motion orgy. It's like a giant frat party with more pills and less condoms, believe it or not. I mean, why not? Why not fuck your way to the grave? You're not going to get a baby out of Grandma's dried-up old uterus, now are you, huh? And Grandpa's money shot? Looks like a paleontologist blew the dust off a 2,000-year-old petrified slug. Puff of gray smoke. It's like a gender-reveal party for a miscarriage, you know what I'm saying? You get it. This guy gets it. Oh, boy. Love is real, you guys. This is amazing. What a moment. But it's tough. It's tough for me because I'm a short little fuck. Right? And they make you say how tall you are and all these ladies are not going to see what a great guy I am on the inside. Right? So I lied. I told a little lie on Tinder and I matched with a girl. We decided to meet at a bar. I get there first and I see her come in and of course she's this giant fucking Amazonian woman for no reason. I don't know when the Vikings settled northwest Colorado, but I gotta deal with this all the time. And so she comes in and she's looking for me up here in the expectation zone. And she's confused. And her gaze slowly drops down to the short little fuck cow rough zone down here. And she's like, Oh and I'm like, yeah. And she doesn't even say hi, she just goes, Your profile says that you're six foot five. I like, Six foot five? That's Oh, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Hit me right in the face. Big hands on these women. I'm telling you.
1: Uh,
9: yeah, got these high standards. I live in a ski town, Steamboat Springs. Uh, fun fact about Steamboat Springs: uh, women don't live there. Um, <laughs> lot of dudes. Every time you walk into a bar, it feels like Comic-Con, you know what I mean? It's the same ratios as your average IT department. It's not good. It's not good. And they have these lofty standards. The few of them are left. This one girl, she's like, I only date guys in the 666 Club. Yes? anybody know what the 666 Club is? 666? No? You look like you might be a member of this guy. Let's see, let's go through the checklist. Are you six feet tall? All right, okay. Dick, you don't have to rub it in. Uh, Do you have a six-figure income? (laughs) Oh, no. No confidence in that one. Yeah, okay, fine. One for two. And here's the big one, pun intended, six-inch penis. Absolutely not. (laughs) This guy's in the... 654 club I's <laughs> going downhill all the time. <laughs> but don't feel bad man. like I could maybe do the 555 five, five club on a good day. Depends a lot on the temperature and also where Bitcoin's at. It's very volatile. All right that's all my time. thank you guys so much. Woo-hoo! So glad to be back. You guys are the best. We have one final comedian tonight. You may know him from the Run Your Mouth podcast and the Part of the Problem podcast. Very funny guy, good friend of mine. Please give it up for Robbie the Fire Bernstein.
8: Let's hear it for Kyle. Come on. Yeah. Fuck yeah. How we doing, Chillerberg? How we doing out here? Yeah. Dude, this is fucking awesome. I came here last year, there were like 25 people. They were on drugs, but not the good drugs. <laughs> and now there's a fucking party out here. So round of applause for you guys. We're doing this shit. I just came from Reno, but this is the real Libertarians right here. We're out of the middle of fucking nowhere just getting together. And, uh, dude, COVID's finally over. We're finally done with it. It feels nice i knew that corona was over at this exact moment it's when scientists figured out that viagra cures the coronavirus (laughs) scientists figured that out and when i saw that my first thought was how cool is the doctor that figured this one out (laughs) you know some guy turned to his nurse he's like hey i've got an idea he's like no hear me out here i think you'd like it (laughs) just touch it i already took it Viagra wasn't a generic and they could have made as much money on Viagra forcing us to take that instead of a vaccine. I would vote for another pandemic. Let's do that. Instead of having to wear a mask, you just needed to show up everywhere with a tent in your pants. You get called into the boss's office at work and he's like, uh, hey, are you wearing soft, uh, you wearing loose uh, pants over here? Or did you show up to work without a hard dick again? We're trying to keep everybody safe. (laughs) And uh, now that they discovered that Viagra cures the coronavirus, the latest science is that basically everything but the vaccine works for the coronavirus. (laughs) You can show up to your pharmacy and you're like, uh, hey, you got anything for horses? And if they're like, no, you can be like, well, you got anything for malaria? And if they go, no, well, you can just leave and smoke weed because apparently that works too. i mean how crazy is this people have been masking getting boosted you know getting their kids vaccinated apparently if you were just having sex and smoking weed you were good i think the lesson from god here was hey be cool (laughs) i think that's all we were supposed to learn sadly not everyone's learned their lesson i've been still like i've been in the airports and there's some people that are still wearing masks have you guys seen this Can we bring back segregation but separate me from these fucking retards? (laughs) Really, I think the best news from this past year is uh, I did recently discover that I might be able to go back to college and get a full scholarship playing women's sports. That's a new one. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the best part about that is you can apparently even keep your dick, which is pretty cool. Now, I looked it up because I was curious. I couldn't really see much, like, you know, cock there, and... uh, I was like, this would have been way funnier if she just had like the world's biggest hog. You know what I mean? If it just like floated behind her like a fin. <laughs> She's there passing the other swimmers. They're just playing the Jaws music like, dan dan dan, tranny dick. <laughs> I feel like we're all a little bit weird with the topic, but I think it's just because it's new technology. You know what I mean? Like think about all new technology. Whenever new technology, like it's never good. But like, imagine if we lived in the future and you could just walk into a box and then walk out the other gender. Then you could go back into the box, walk back out the other gender. You guys don't think you would try that? I feel like I would do it every Tuesday. That's what I would do. (laughs) I would go to some lesbian bar, have like eighteen orgasms and cry in some lady's arms. It would be beautiful. (laughs) Or if I didn't have plans on the weekend, I'd just go on Tinder, become a lady. You go on a date and you're sitting there and you're like, wait, I can just complain about my job and you'll pay for this? <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the craziest ideas I've seen like in, uh, in politics recently, or like, even like the bigger theme I would say is that I find that all of politics is that they're trying to offer us free stuff and it's never anything that I want. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing, it's free stuff. Except one time I was watching the democratic debates and they were talking about government paying for gender reassignment surgery. And when I saw that, I was like, if the government's going to start paying for new dicks, can I have one? How do I get myself on this new dick registry? That sounds great. <laughs> or, like, you know, I keep hearing, like, more chatter of, like, the universal basic income. And my feeling about, like, equality? Like, the big theme is equality. I feel like I could get into equality if we just went all the way with it. Like, if there was someone up there talking about, like, a universal basic vagina... Like if Bernie Sanders was up there and he was like, right. why is it that 10% of the men are getting 90% of the vaginas? Is it because they have abs and boats and pictures that they put onto the Tinder profiles? You're like, all right, I'll vote for Bernie Sanders. Let me get some of that universal basic vagina. Let's do it. All right, you guys were a ton of fun. We're going to do some fucking drugs at Chilinburg. Let's do it, people. Have a good night. Thank you. Some music. It's
5: so awkward. I uh, got my plumbing, like a water tank and plumbing stuff under there. Um, yeah, stairs going up. Queen size bed up here. I uh, got closet space on the end, so decent amount of closet space yeah. there. This can fit a twin size up there. Uh, it's just junk storage, but extra storage. And then yeah, so I've got a shower and a composting toilet here. So oh, nice. um, yeah, that works pretty well there. Um, yeah and then greenhouse through that temporary window there I want to build a proper window but it's, and it's just junk storage really still right now but I, yeah I got some stuff for the vents um, yeah then I got a chest freezer and a mini fridge this is a propane mini fridge I will hook up eventually I got to duct it I don't know, get some air intake and uptake whatever for that So, yeah, um, yeah so propane heating for stove and my water tank and I actually have heated floors, so the floor no and then the ceiling here are heated. So <laughs> what? Yeah, so I just pump hot water through that, and yeah, right. so... Well, it how, nice. how long did this take you, bro? I built it over four years. Four so years, yeah. Wow. And wow. designing it before that, I built it all on Google SketchUp. First. Do you mind if I no, use this good. audio? Yeah, cool. you're good. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Um, yeah, and then, so then I got my AC running here, so um, one downside is that the circulation doesn't quite get up there, that's why I have this fan, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. Um, anyway i'm trying to do some ducks out of here to sh- shoot it into the top of the ac so i can pull the hottest air and cool it down and i've got something similar when yeah. i live in i live in a
0: garage essentially uh, yeah so I, cool. I have a similar like pushing ac got yeah pushing it around yeah yeah yeah, yeah this yeah, yeah. Is what
5: this got to be three four hundred square feet or something no two hundred Oh man so flooring i bought 70 square feet of flooring okay so that's here but okay. basically you know I mean, let's say it's 7 by 15, so it's like 100, I don't think it's 105 square feet. Is that all? Yeah. Wow. Not counting the lofts, of course, so that's that's another... Okay, so that's. What I was kind of counting that in my mind. Yep, but, yep. so two, um, less than 200. So I
0: lived in a cabin that was about the same uh, yeah. in terms of interior versus, like, porch space. Yeah. It was yeah. an elevated, like hole barn where there's a little cabin up top. Nice. And, nice. Uh, this feels just like it. Cool. <laughs> this, is, it, this is rad, dude. Cool. Cool.
5: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'll show you this here too. This is how I use, how I get to my storage there. Oh, nice. So the other option was maybe cut holes there, make a cabinet or something. Anyway, oh, that's, that's This sick. is. I got a toaster oven back here that I don't use often, but I can. I have it if I need it, and I got power plug Like I got an outlet on that drawer, so I can plug it in there. So that makes it easy. My water tank's behind here, so this is dirty clothes, and then back there is a water tank, it's 10 gallons, it also runs on electricity, so I can burn extra power if I have extra power, so it's nice to be able to just use that up and save some propane, um, yeah too cool man so that greenhouse man that greenhouse i'll show you this too i really like this this spice rack door so oh that turned out pretty nice it happens to kind of wedge right there (laughs) accidentally, happy accident uh, yeah man so yeah and then full drawers there it's just junk stuff there but um yeah somewhere and stuff over there but yeah yeah. and then it latches closed i had it going the other way too but then i switched it over here and i like it so yeah especially with the catching on that yeah yeah, you can kind of leave, you can leave phone, it open yeah, yeah.
0: and work around it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes exactly. sense, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. You're, you're a good designer, bro.
5: Thanks, yeah. What do I, you, are you a carpenter pretty, for a living, pretty or? No, no, no. I work at Home, I worked at Home Depot, and worked at Walmart, whatever, and Dude, then just started doing this. And you're way smarter yeah. than, than those jobs. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I do construction, I went, well, I did construction up last winter, and I'll probably go up there again, up in Washington State, working on this really cool place you guys should all check out if you're going up there, so. Couple like an anarchist couple that lives up there, and they're making this huge complex, and they're oh, looking is that for Brian? they're looking for workers. No, Brian, Morton. no. Oh okay, he's in the. Oh area. yeah, Brian's over on the west coast. Uh, we're yeah. on the east side of, of Washington. Gotcha. Um But yeah, we're basically up, up in Canada, like a half hour from the border or something. So, cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty That's cool pretty though. Cool. It's a town in Northport. We've got like two hundred and thirty people population, so a super small town. And yeah, I like it. That's nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. You guys want to check out up there or check out whatever? Or yeah, just take like a peek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have a dining table, but this actually, this is wedged under the trim. So if I want to, I can take this down and I can attach some legs, screw on some legs that are stored just behind there. So I can bring down a table. Um, that's something, yeah, I'm learning with this one, you know, try to make stuff easier and yeah more convenient to use and to swap and stuff so in a space this small it has to be super functional yeah yeah like
0: ultra ultra functional right yeah, yeah. and this
5: works but it just takes five minutes to set up which doesn't yeah, seem yeah, like yeah. long but it's five minutes man nobody wants to sit there for five minutes I mm-hmm. like I, if i could just pull out some legs and cross them and then set this down and boom yeah. that would be a lot easier but
0: yeah you could probably make a living building these if you Found a few clients yeah yeah right? yeah yeah got the ball rolling oh, Right, <laughs> yeah. find it we'll find one client start yeah. start yeah. right um, I, yeah I, if i had the money i'd hire you fucking right now yeah i'd be like just
5: just build whatever you think makes sense right, <laughs> right, <know>? right, right. <laughs> like,
0: yeah here's however much
5: yeah it's tough because this was I, I made this very particular for me and for my design and what i wanted so uh, me too yeah you should see i got a I built like basically a teardrop yeah but cool used what i had which was
0: a utility trailer built like a pod so I could slip it in and out because I still cool. work with the trailer. Nice. And nice. the whole uh, camper pod is built around my motorcycle. Nice. small little trail bike pulls right into it. Cool. And on the way here, I put all my fucking plants that you saw into, yeah. the, into that thing. Nice. And that thing was rolling down the road like a little fucking incubator, steamed up all the windows from all the huh. humidity, from all the water yeah, yeah, in, yeah. The, in the pots. Huh. And it was fucking... I pulled in here, man, and I'm like, this is... Like, this is... The reason I built this fucker was to come here. Yeah. Like, I didn't know yeah. it at the time, but right. that's why yeah. I did it. That's know? awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: Cool. cool. This, is sh- this shit's badass. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we yeah. leave, or what do you... Yeah. That's uh, about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I just like the switch in the bike. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. clever, man. You so got awesome. your fucking yeah. uh, compound bow. Yeah, yeah, I don't shoot much, but I do have it in case I need to. In case. Yeah. In case.
0: <laughs> yeah. Heard.
5: Never yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I... Like in the big picture, that's not very long, but it's, you know, it's something that's better than, it's a, better than is, a lot of people. You got to hightail it out, out of where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good enough. Yeah. 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 And now I'm thinking, uh, this is 16 foot. I want to build a 24 foot. How much more can I fit into there? And then also just yeah. thinking about different systems and stuff. Like, I don't collect solar water heat. I want to do that. I'd be able to cool down the panels because the panels are not as efficient when they getting hot. So I can cool those down with some water and also collect the heat. Some study engineering? I mean, no, no. Legos. Lots of Legos, man. I Look saw there. your Lego so up there. Lego. Yeah, oh. yeah, man. Yeah, I got... Yeah, <laughs> the Legos are great. That's but, it. You you know YouTube what? University. Yeah. yeah. Framing is yes. 24 on center, and it's 2x4s. And then I've got like a half-inch half sheathing. I've got a 2x6 for the roof and the floor. It's well insulated to unpack with rigid foam. Uh, for structural strength, I've got some... Depth got that all wrapped around, I bought a big roll and just used it all up and then awesome. um, I've got bolts from the like from here into the flange because the trailer has like a flange so to mount your walls on so I've yeah. got bolts there and then I've got bolts all thread from the very top all the way through down to the to tie it nice. all together. That's so, yeah. it's beefy. It's pretty that's nice. pretty beefy. That's yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. what I
8: worried but, about with how tall it is catching yeah. all that wind. Yeah. No, yeah. no sure. it's pretty but
7: solid you can it's kind of feel it with in, this on the inside, but it wasn't yeah. too bad. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if like twenty miles an hour
5: wind and over I, here. I mean I could throw the corner jacks to stabilize it better too. I've been yeah. just lazy, but yeah, it's still pretty solid there. And then when I'm going down the road, like the weight distributing hitch really locks it all to, together with the truck, so it's really solid. So Drives nice. Yeah.
0: That's that's what you're going for. I was really pleased with how my, even though it's a yeah. much smaller setup, it just, it yeah. towed nice, and yeah. it didn't catch a lot, you know, yeah. whatever, didn't, yeah. didn't, I couldn't feel it.
5: I, on the way down, because I drove from Washington State to get to Float Fest like a few weeks ago or whatever, yeah. um, there was a spot down near Texas somewhere that there were two trailers just Blown over the side, like one of them was like an RV and the other was like a utility trailer, like a wow. box trailer. Wow, just blown it's over. Like, yeah, yeah, just wow. on the side of the highway, like wow. just yeah. left there. But you don't yeah. want to be that guy. No.
0: <laughs> so is that your potable water?
5: Yeah. So okay. This holds three hundred, well,
0: two seventy-five. Yep. Yep. I use them all the time for rain catchment. I love IBC totes are. are I
5: I wanted to do rain catchment for this. I was calculating. Bro,
0: easy. A five
5: foot awning will give me enough rainwater for probably one to two people. If I was able to collect all that, that's what I was thinking with the solar panels. If I can collect off the end of that. And then I was thinking, filter it through or run it through some pipes here because that was what my original plan is to have like a water bladder underneath that I could unroll out and I could fill uh-huh. it up and then I could roll it up for travel. And
0: I almost would think a, a so detachable, cool. like all I would do but is put a gutter on it and this. plumb it to this yeah. with a detachable pipe. Yeah. So you can just refill that son of a bitch on a yeah. rainy day. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd
5: be nice. Yeah. That's yeah. simple as that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah man. Keep it simple. I've got a four stage with, I mean, a three stage plus UV. The water tank inside, nice. and then I've got a charcoal filter before the cold faucet, just to extra, flavor, extra you know, just a little good. bit better. So, yeah. 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 this is fucking cool. Yeah.
0: Well, pick out some motherfucking plants, bro. Yeah, right. You need yeah, to put, you need some greenery in there.
5: Yeah, so I've got a. <laughs> this vent is, I just need a fan for it. The other hmm. side, I need to vent through there too. What do you think? Just like a little computer um,
0: fan, even, or like? I don't
5: know if it's going to be enough. Man. Maybe not. Yeah, it gets pretty hot. I've got like a towel stick on the top to kind of act as <laughs> a yeah that works well so yeah. but yeah but i had those onions that you know i don't know if you saw the onions out on the front in my little planter box i got some onions and garlic but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're a little toasted from being in here but sure. they're yeah. better outside with the wind and everything yeah and not, not yeah yeah be, uh, so cool yeah.
8: did you have to as you were building yeah. did you have to test it out for like uh, weight distribution or did all that I kind of come into it i well
5: intuitive i thought about order, it when right. i was designing it it's like you know a place in the water tank wherever versus like where am i going to have like a fridge and freezer sort of stuff and yeah just trying to make I mean, common sense decisions basically yeah, and then yeah. i knew i was going to have all the battery weight and the propane weight up front yeah, right so that gives, tom, me, yeah, yeah, that, that gives me yeah that gives me a lot there it. so it, yeah Makes yeah a lot of that's sense, cool man.
6: Ah, oh, there's so much to think about. Every time, every time yeah. I think about another component, I'm like,
5: "Yeah, man, I would have no it idea." Was that. It was a
2: lot. If I can ask, you
0: know, uh, a do you know problem. total total investment, money wise? Um, that's a hard was thing to. telling people.
5: I was think I was telling. Probably around thirty thousand or $35,000. Makes sense to me. Makes sense like to that. me for that something like this. That was before COVID, so before right. the price. So double it. So yeah. No yeah. shit. Double
0: it now. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen people selling tiny homes, and it, it, they always sound like exorbitant prices, but mm-hmm. it's not. Right. Seventy k for a really solid tiny home. Yeah. Eighty k. Yeah. Well, 90.
5: you think versus a house? House gives you more square footage, but like a tiny house, you got to compact. You got to get all the utilities, all the appliances. A, so you still have to pay for all the appliances. You're just not paying for as much square footage. So well, what
0: that, it is is more quality and less space. Yeah.
5: Yeah, definitely. Right, yeah, right. Because yeah. space is like the cheapest thing you can add onto a house to improve the value. and. Right, uh, but.
0: I feel like a lot of people build tiny homes that are not super well engineered to actually travel, though. Yeah. They build them and they put them in one place and they never move them again. Right, you know, again. yep,
5: yep. This I is clearly
0: to, like made to go. I mean, I right?
5: thought about Boeing here, you know. Turning yeah, 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 make it a little bit more aerodynamic. Yeah, yep. get, yeah. Everything
0: yeah. folds out, everything locks down. That's kind
5: of evolved as I... You know, I didn't used to have a latch on that spice rack, but I figured that out pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whoosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no
0: shit, no shit, no yeah, shit. So. Fucking cool. Yeah. All right, I want to. I want
4: to know. I want to you know. You guys want to go in? You guys should go
1: first. Okay.
2: okay. <laughs>
4: Cool. <coughs> yeah, I feel free. Like... Oh, <laughs> uh it's skinny I can get away. No, I'm still the... um like normally I'd be a little embarrassed to show it off like this just because there's uh kind of a match, but that's also because I'm like working. But I've got the composting toilet and the shower. The, the... What's that? The, go- the bistro going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see. We'll see. Yeah, see, and this is like all
0: those windows Oh, you, you board so like, them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's
4: like yeah. the, the barn wood, you know, covers all of it and closes it all up or whatever, yeah. and then I pop them out for.
0: Well, I'm curious, like, did you, ex- you didn't uh, extend the roof or anything, did you? Because I've been in buses and I can't stand up in most Right, of
4: them. right, so definitely school buses are shorter. This is a. Like, I can't stand up in a school bus. This is a shuttle bus. Shuttle bus, So it's yeah. it's, it's meant for picking up adults. Right. Right, so so there's a little bit more more headspace in it. Sure,
0: I am recording. That's why I'm doing oh, cool. this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so tell us, like, I guess just I know I know the answers to some of these questions, but I'm trying to get it for the show. Yeah, of course. How long have you been living out of this thing? Seven years. Seven years, um, and what do you? How do you make a living for the listeners?
4: So, uh, for a while, for probably the first like four or five years, I was going to different cities and working jobs for several months, like six months or something, random jobs, cannabis farm, uh, like um, working at a catering company or doing uh, soil samples in people's backyards to determine whether they can put in a septic system or not, right? Okay, okay. Um, But uh, I used to work in restaurants for all of my 20s. And so once I started, once I got the renovation done, I started sort of festival hopping. Yeah. And then I learned I could like vend while I was at it. And I kind of have like a whole setup for it. I've got the oven and the stove and the two, the chest freezer and the you fridge and the freezer. You have basically
0: a full kitchen. Which I,
4: which I, I, I yeah. set that up just because I'm kind of a minimalist and a prepper, and I wanted to. Which
0: I said yesterday, I love it because it's almost paradoxical. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
4: It, yeah. But it's like, like, like it's I call like,
0: myself nomad gardener. It's the same kind right. of thing, you know.
4: And it's like all I want are the essentials, but I also want
5: enough. to be prepared enough, enough to
4: be self-sufficient, right? So you I can walk into yeah. the woods. And live for like six months without having to hit up like because
5: of that
0: chest freezer and whatnot. And you're as running on. I have
4: like a water source.
0: And you're you're running all solar.
4: I got solar and propane, but the, all the propane stuff is like fire. So okay, if I'm out in the woods, I can use like wood to make my fire and cook with. If you know what I mean, I can right. have a campfire right. and cook on the right. campfire every night if right. necessary.
0: Right. You know what I mean. But as far as um, like uh, keeping your freezer frozen, but, but, yeah,
4: all the all the like everything else is run off of the solar and batteries. Yeah, battery. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Um. Uh. So anyway, so. I learned that I could vend at festivals. So right now, I'm kind of, like, making enough to get to the next festivals and, like, like sort of get by just by vending or whatever. Um, food and...
0: I saw your burgers. I need to try one. Oh, oh yeah, good. oh, yeah. The Fuck. wagon burgers are fire. Looks fire. Um, Looks fire. The pretzel and obviously bun. I've got,
4: I've got gray market items or black market items as well because okay. I consider myself an agorist.
0: Yes, yes, and, agorism's uh, cool, man. What um, do you... I mean, not everybody that listens to my show will know that word necessarily. Yeah, yeah. What do you... I mean, what do you call it?
4: So, agorism is, like... There's the section of, like, anarchism that's considered voluntarism or anarcho-capitalism. And, of course, they're just philosophical, like, political theories. Yeah. um, But they don't have, like, an action or a practice to, like, do something with, right? And that's where agorism comes in. So, with the voluntarism or or, uh, anarcho-capitalism, the premise is that, like, you know, everything should be voluntary... And you follow the golden rule. You don't, like... Don't do something st- you wouldn't
0: want done to you. Yeah,
4: yeah. So they call that the non-aggression principle, which yeah. is, like, you know, you don't aggress, initiate violence on somebody else. Aggression would be the initiation of violence versus, like, self-defense is still violence, but it's not the initiation, right? Correct. So that's Correct. okay, right? Right, 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 right. Um, With agorism, though, it's an attempt to negate the state by just by avoiding the use of it, right? Like so,
0: practicing.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, for instance, growing your own garden is an act of agorism right. because you're not going to the grocery right. store right. and supporting the industrial like agriculture system and you're not um you're uh, opting out paying taxes you're not you're not
0: contributing to the yeah you're not
4: contributing to it right right. right. so anything you do that's like gray market or black market activity is considered agorism Agorism, yeah and the agora was like a greek word that means the market yes so agorism is just like the market in practice i
0: think i'm starting to like understand it as like like, agorism is to economics as, like, permaculture is to agriculture.
4: Yeah, and In seriously, a sense, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Jack Spearco, yes, He hosts very. a survival podcast, yeah. and he makes that sort of, like, comparison all the time. Right, that, like, right. um, you know, it's almost like the same philosophy applied to different a couple well, of different things. Well, I think what,
0: what agorism and permaculture share over and above um, economics or politics or just philosophy, like you said, is they have practice as, as as the root purpose. Right, right. We right. have these principles to do something. Right. To right. do... not. We're not just thinking about right.
4: it. Right. Because, I mean, that's, that's an issue with, like, everybody's, like, sort of waking up right now, but they're just doing it on YouTube. Or, like, Twitter. You know, they're just, like, they're watching videos and then they're talking to other people about it, but nobody's actually doing anything about it. Well, it's
0: like, to be you know. an anarchist only does so much. To be a permaculturist or an agorist does a whole hell of a lot right, more. Right, right. Right?
4: And it's cool, too, because you can have people that aren't into the philosophy of say anarchism that are able to that are like agorists and don't know it yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. that's like a little in Every you, drug you dealer know, you, know you ever I mean. knew, every, yeah, every you know. drug dealer is an agorist. Right. Anybody with a garden. Yeah. You know, yep. that That's the thing is like everybody was an agorist 100 years ago cuz right. everybody was growing. Well, when you like, go knock their food, when you, you knock know. on
0: your neighbor's door and say, "Can I borrow a cup of sugar?" Yeah, yeah. You're being an agorist. You're, you know, it's like right, it's right. as simple as that. Or yeah. you
4: you get your milk from the dairy guy down the street and he gets his like eggs from you cuz you got chickens and he's got dairy cows, you yeah, know. Right, and so you're, you're not even like exchanging money. You're just value for value. Like.
0: Value for value, and I love the, the the assortment of shit you sell. I love it. Yeah, you're yeah. doing the guy. Well, you're doing the good work, is what and, I yeah. And it
4: was it was cool because it's like this is all stuff that I would personally use, and then it all it all like is very like festival or like yeah. the type of stuff that people at festivals want to use. So then you know people, I used to do like have all the same stuff and try to offer it to people for free and get way less of a response But then when I started selling it people were like oh man this is so fucking cool like thank yeah, you yeah, so yeah. much you yeah, know yeah yeah it's like man I didn't know all I had to do is charge for people to like appreciate it more you know in
0: that fucking funny <laughs> in that funny yeah, yeah
4: yeah and I do tons of trades and stuff like anybody yeah. that wants to you know speaking of which I owe instead. you
0: I owe you as we speak right a
4: couple of plants yes sir for, uh, yes sir
0: so I tell you what, what that's all I'm going to record I think awesome thank you
4: yeah yeah no yeah, problem dude.
0: yeah yeah What a what a bunch of characters, right? I mean, and that's just a portion, a teeny tiny little sliver of the folks that I had the pleasure of encountering. You know, I could tell you a hundred stories. I'm at this gay couple you know one is really like blue collar kind of you know like fisherman you know got a southern draw and you know real skinny and the other is kind of uh you know bigger um you yeah, i believe you said he had, he had like latin blood but he was notoriously um ethnically ambiguous you know, if I had to, yeah, I, we were joking about it. I'm like, man, I can't tell if you're, you know, Southeast Asia, Pacific Islander, uh, you know, Filipino. It's like, nah, I'm, you know, I, my mom's Mexican and my dad's German Mexican. I said, what the fuck? What is that? And he tells me all about how there was this like German enclave in Mexico, right? Interesting. And, uh, (laughs) but he has his fingernails painted and he's telling me how he works in a high end handbag shop in, I believe you said Los Angeles. And, uh, and I tell him, Oh man, you gotta, you gotta add these guys on Instagram that I know from back home who sell high end leather handbags, like beautiful work they're new on the scene they're killing it you know they just upgraded facilities like pull up their page like check these bags out he looks at it he says oh my god 295 you know they got the price right on there and he's like that's a i could sell that for 2000 it's like oh man well send them send them a message right yeah, you know, I'm not even just networking for myself. I'm networking for, for my friends now, too. And hang on a second. You know, I met, yeah, I met these other guys. Actually, uh, there's a father and son duo there, each with their own podcast. I'd have to look up what they're called. Um... Shoot, you know, maybe I will. Okay, so we've got The Unbeaten Path by Craig. And uh, I listened to his, uh, yeah, he's he's the father. I listened to one episode of his. He's got a good voice. I like him. Um, you could tell he was pretty wore out. He recorded that from like the drive home from Childerberg, And uh, <laughs> he got a few clips along the way as well. But then we've also got his son's podcast, uh, which is biting the bullet, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it says two marine vets who talk, talk politics, culture, and the state of today's society with random guests from the liberty-minded community. Um, you know, I kind of want to collaborate with that guy in particular. He, uh, <laughs> he's funny. You know he's got some killer, killer stories, uh, and you know there were a lot of vets there, and uh, I think I'm going to try to talk to more than one of them because these guys have have stories about stuff that you just can't even begin to imagine, um, and I'm not talking combat, I'm talking about how they were treated sort of after their service and uh, even during so I'm trying to think what else was kind of a highlight Um, Hmm. yeah that comedy was really fun man I mean I'm telling you I guess it's like it was such this nebulous thing where you could kind of move around the campground and jump in and out of conversations at will. You know, everybody was pretty pretty welcoming. If something wasn't vibing, you just get up, walk away, like no explanation needed. And uh you know, you start to like make friends. Certain people you gravitate towards, others you don't. But, like, you can hit it off in two seconds because you're all starting off on the same plane, you know, under the same rule book. Like, we all follow the NAP, the non aggression principle, which makes it very easy to get along. And, like, The joke of the whole fucking festival is like, definitely not a cult, you know, like we're not a cult, like promise. Did it, did it sound like a cult to you? You know, like (laughs) these, these people are all like independent. They're all strongly independent and like and, and fiercely like in community at the same time you know a lot of them keep up on Instagram there's all these inside jokes you know like one guy in the group I guess not too long ago made this meme or whatever it wasn't even a meme it was more like trolling actually Yeah. He, well I shouldn't even tell you the jokes you haven't earned it yet you haven't earned it yet so I'm I'm gonna stop right there actually let's just say it gained some traction and it was silly as hell and it wasn't political it wasn't even about anarchism. it was just silly just something silly as fuck <laughs> These guys are all super funny you know like and to be clear you know yeah there were a few ladies there as well but the thing of it is like podcasts, Skew towards men, and I suppose it's because there's a lot of men with inquisitive natures. Um, in terms of maybe like concepts and ideas, um, I'm not trying to sound any which way here, except to say that like a a topic of discussion that came up a whole lot, sort of was sort of this issue of. I hate to say it, but the battle of the sexes that's going on right now and how hard it is to find like a woman that, that kind of compliments a man. There were a lot of manly men, so to speak, a lot of brave men, a lot of courageous men. And, uh, you know, just like I said at one point, I said at one point, like it'd be interesting to, you know, if it was possible, not that we would, cause it probably, you know, whatever, but it'd be interesting to know the average testosterone levels of a man at that gathering relative to the greater population. And I only say that because It was apparent, you know? And I I, It's not trying to like brag or anything But like you could tell it was You know it was like There was a lot of bravado Not ah, Let's let's just say like These guys are all confident in their beliefs And we're all like a A little pissed off about the way things are going but like very willing to joke around about it you know and if you want to know if we talked about conspiracy theories the answer is hell yeah you know this was almost a, a space where you could like hash it out and and debate it in a public space and nobody judged each other for thinking any particular thing. I didn't hear any flat earthers, but we talked about the moon landing, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> there's all kinds of we talked about anything and everything. And it was just it was it was a a treat. It was a treat. Like why 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 people get so fucking squeamish to talk about anything outside the like the box outside their comfort zone It's because their comfort zone is so fucking small so fucking small I said it in this in this series at some point how I believe comfort is our enemy you you become so complacent you trust that the powers the authorities will take care of you They've proven over and over and over that they will not. Not when you really need it. Not when the hurricane comes. Not when the school shooter comes. You know, I wish I could think of more, but it's, it's, it's not very pleasant to, to think about. But it is a fact They won't help you. You They want you hooked. They want you dependent. If you think money in your pocket every month is help, you're so fucking wrong. We need to use our own money. We need to protect ourselves and our own communities. We need to do business amongst one another fulfill our needs with the people that we make direct contact with and give none of it to anyone else why should we they didn't have any part of our agreement you know and we can we can hunt and we can farm and we can trade and we can you know, these are the types of people that will figure shit out. They're problem solvers, they're thinkers. They know that what what we've been living in is a lie. The, that's the common truth amongst everyone is that it's all bullshit. And if you're listening to this now and you've been on the fence, just fucking get off it everything they tell you is bullshit even the true stuff if it comes out of their mouth it's cuz it's it's got some ulterior motive and it's bound to be anything but but pure hearted And even though good people work in government They all suffer from the same disease It's called You scratch my back And I'll scratch yours And it's fucking disgusting You know I'm not Opposed to doing favors Right I'm not opposed to making trades But when it comes to Sort of People in power that make deals under the table about things that impact us on the ground. You know, from chairs on high, they decree. Fiat. We're living in a fiat society where everything is ruled by decree, even though we're supposed to be allowed to make our own fucking decisions. I mean, guys, if, if you're listening to this, you're—I know you're there. You're—you're you're at least really fucking close. You just have to admit. You have to admit it, you know. Like, anarchism is the way. And that doesn't mean. Doesn't mean. You have to, like, burn anything down, ever. All it means is you should do business with one another and take it away from the hands of the state. You know, join a, what do you call it, a health uh, health savings group or some shit. You know, there's cooperative, there's cooperative things all over the place that, fill the needs of the state and we can we can strip them one at a time of their powers over us by negating it not by fighting it face to face but by circumventing it by making it obsolete you know that the dollar is their control so if we stop using it what power do they have left I suppose they have a lot of guns. But I met some badass motherfuckers this week. And they've got some guns too. You don't really want to fuck with us. But that's all we ask. Do not fuck with us. It's pretty it's pretty simple, you know. And with that, y'all I give you the convergence at Childerberg. I suppose before I let you go though come back to where i started with a call to action if you have not yet donated to to the easy peasy podcast now would be a fantastic fucking time it's not because i'm greedy it's because i'm providing you value so provide me some and you can do that by going to easypeasygardens.com Clicking the podcast tab and hitting the donate button. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. This has been Mike the Polymath with the Easy Peasy the Podcast. Come back again.